Okay, so uh, welcome back to the Pickle Minds podcast. Uh, today I have on here with me uh, Jed Fulham. He's been a lifelong friend since, you know, I can't even remember. But, uh, you know, we're going to talk about religion today. And uh, what makes me want to talk about religion is, you know, my whole family, you know what I mean, has been uh, around Christianity the whole entire time. That's the only religion I really knew growing up. Uh, I have it on my stepfather. He, he teaches Christianity to us a lot of times. And my my father, he tries to, you know, get us into it as well. But uh, I just want to hear your thoughts about any religions, you know what I mean? Like, what kind of religions have your family may have put on to you when you were getting older? Well, so my family has always been pretty Christian overall. Like, my uncle's a pastor even. He, uh... I don't know. They're all pretty political with their poli- with the religion too, though. Is the thing they always bring in their own side of current event views and stuff. Yeah, that's my pro. That's my gripe with how I've been taught about it. But I don't know. Yeah, they've always been pretty Christian. Like my pap's Christian. My parents have always taught me good Christian moral values and everything. Just the. A lot of people's typical American life. Now, uh, when you say, like, political views, uh, I'm, I want to give an example real quick. Like, how people saying, with all the bad stuff that's been happening within the past two years, they're, uh, you get people on, like, Facebook and stuff talking about how Christ is coming. Like, this is the massacre before Christ, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, it's all because of our sins we committed and stuff like that. Is that what you mean by political-wise? Mm, it's more like... Brings in the current events, like, things to do with, like, Israel and the current president and stuff. Yeah. They talk about that, like, my uncle even talks about that stuff in his sermons. Yeah. Like, talking about Black Lives Matter and stuff sometimes and everything like that. I don't know. Like, supporting it? Mm, In a way? Or against it? Not even supporting or against it. Just talking about it while some things he does interject that he supports or doesn't support i don't know now can i ask you what do you believe in Mm, i believe sort of in like a new age form of buddhism i guess my own take on it i guess yeah not in the traditional sense but still based on buddhism yeah i understand completely like me uh i'll be honest i don't really kind of believe in a single god maybe i believe that you know maybe the religions are all connected together in some way mm-hmm. maybe that, that's what i believe too that like all these people like that name their gods is actually real but maybe it's not in the way that we like to process it mm-hmm. and uh portray them to be because mm-hmm. uh you know you go into you go into churches and stuff and you see jesus you know in the stained glass on the walls and that's that one single uh portrayal of him you know what i mean mm-hmm. uh the long hair uh he's wearing the robes and uh There's no difference looks like an average man you know what mm-hmm. i mean and uh now uh, i don't know if you ever watched like there's a movie i remember watching uh i think it was i can't remember the name of it right now but it's about this girl who died and she saw jesus but she didn't die like she was mm-hmm. just pr- pronounced dead because her heart stopped for like a few minutes after falling out of the experience. tree. Yeah. After falling out of a tree. And uh, whenever she's in there, uh, 
she came back out. Like, it didn't show what happened. She came back out, and she painted the way God was portrayed as. Not God, but mm -hmm. Jesus himself. And it wasn't even, like, you know, the portrayal as we see Remotely the same. He was, I would say he had uh, Muslim, like the Muslim tight skin, mm -hmm. uh, the brownish skin. Arab skin. Yeah, yeah, and he had, like, curly hair. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Curly hair with a the, with the beard. And this wasn't the only person that, that was stating that's what he looked like. There was kids mm -hmm. all throughout the world stating, hey, they talked to Jesus. And uh, he didn't look like, you know, the people that we think. Yeah. He's not like the, oh, what's that? The last, the last, uh, the last dinner? Last supper. Last supper. Last supper. Yeah, it's not portrayed as he is in there. Mm -hmm. It's a completely different person. Yeah, I understand. And that, 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 that makes me think. It makes me think a lot. Mm-hmm. Like. See, there's been a lot of misrepresentations in media with terms to religious figures. Yeah. And, like, you can see that with, like, Jesus, because, as you said, there's been a lot of people that have said, like, he looks a in different way. Visions or whatever that they see, that he looks a different way. There's also been, I mean, even the Bible says this, but angels in the Bible, they do not look like humanoid figures with wings that are in white draped gowns and are super friendly and pretty much just are beautiful to look at. Yeah. In the Bible, it says that they are, they they are terrifying. They are the most terrifying thing you can look at. They are pretty much gyroscopic beings made out of interchangeable wheels that are completely covered in eyes that rotate constantly, and it's gyroscopic. So, yes, gyroscopic. So, like, if you've ever seen like a globe, how it has like the ring around it, yeah. Now, imagine there's, like, two rings or three rings. Yeah. And they're all, like, just barely smaller than each other or whatever. So, they're all rotating infinitely on each other. Yeah. So, you can never actually gaze upon these angels without being in complete terror. Yeah. They say that these angels will come and they will say, Be not afraid. Because... The angels may look terrifying, but they are there still to help. Yeah, like, nowadays, uh, whenever people think of angels, they don't even think of, like, angels as themselves. They think of angels as in a person, you mm -hmm. know, a person with arms and legs, just walking around, you know. Uh, I remember this time I went to, like, church camp when I was younger. This woman was telling me this story of how she was saved by an angel. And, uh, basically she was out in the middle of the ocean drowning. And uh, she was stuck out there. She was getting pulled out by the, the current mm -hmm. of the tide. And uh, as she was sitting there drowning, she did that uh, one position where you hold your knees the to your position? chest. Yeah, so you float. She was trying to keep her head afloat. Oh, and okay. uh, every now and then she would just float underwater. Mm -hmm. And she'd pop back up, take a breath of air, and then just relax underwater again. Mm -hmm. And then she said eventually she was like out there for like 10, 15 minutes. Mm -hmm. And uh, eventually there was this person came out and got her mm -hmm. he brought her back to the shore and uh she said that this person like after she saved them didn't even tell him a name you know didn't mm -hmm. tell her name or uh even like you know say you know i saved you for this reason you know or are you okay he just walked away that's what she said she said he just walked away and kind of disappeared which you know 
kind of kind of brought a lot of thinking to me whenever I was a kid. I still do today, you know. Mm-hmm. That maybe it was just maybe it was just an angel portrayed in a mm-hmm. way so that way you wouldn't be terrified of it. Portrayed in a way mm-hmm. that made you feel comfortable. There's been a lot of <clears throat> there's been a lot of reports of near death experiences causing some of the same visions and stuff such as people or visions of God or visions of a different place. Yeah. They've, I don't know, they've all stemmed from, like, some of the same situations, like, drowning, like, some of these Ice, Iceland, um, uh, people who, um, uh, go and swim in these sub-zero waters and stuff. Yeah. They condition their bodies to only react to swimming. They only swim. That's all their body is focused on, and they are completely in, like, a flow state of mind. They are able to condition their bodies to just react autonomously, with their mind still being aware, Yeah. but their body just all reacting automatically. So, like, kind of like a second nature type thing. Mm -hmm. Sort of, from what I've gathered, it's sort of like sleep paralysis. Sort of. Like, Your not like where control. their body is... Their body is on autopilot, pretty much. So, yeah. they're not really controlling their body. They're just in their head. Completely. So that way they maximize them, uh, efficiency. Yeah, yeah. It's sort of like... I hate to be a nerd here, but Ultra Instinct from Dragon Ball Z. So. <laughs> yeah, I, I completely understand. Mm-hmm. People who have their hearts stopped have some of the same, like, reactions, too. Yeah. Like, they see, they've seen some of the same things. Like, these people will go in these flow states, and then they'll see angels or something, and even whenever they're just trying to do a goal like that, and they're still completely fine, but their yeah. body's, like, half shutting down while their mind is still completely going. It's kind of weird, in a sense. It's like, mm-hmm. uh, it's like conditioning yourself for certain things, like touching a hot stove and pulling away. Mm-hmm. Uh, sort of like the monks with the charcoal. Yeah, walking over it. Walking yes. over they condition feet, themselves to find comfort in the pain. It's weird. Mm-hmm. Or uh, you ever see those monks that train themselves to get kicked in the nuts? Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, jeez. Over and over again. They just feel no pain. They just shut it off. It's they strange. let it go. I want to hop back to Christianity real quick. Mm-hmm. Uh, while it's on my mind, uh, you ever hear of the story of the blanket that was put over Jesus as he was dead, had the imprint? No, him? I didn't. Well, this is actually true. It's a truth. It's an actual thing that happened. So whenever Jesus uh, was killed and he was put in the tomb, uh, they draped a blanket over him. It was, uh, imagine like a corn sack blanket. That's what it looks like. Mm-hmm. And uh, as it draped over him, and uh, for the three days he was in there, his outline of his body was imprinted on the blanket. Mm-hmm. And I believe, uh, I think it's Jerusalem. I think they have uh, the big Christianity temple there, like a monument to Christ. Uh, they have it hanging up right uh, right mm-hmm. above like this tomb. I think, it, I don't know if it's like the actual tomb from the place that it was, but they have, they have the actual blanket from it. Mm-hmm. And like, you can see every imprint on his body. Okay, and after hearing that, that makes me believe that Jesus was a real person, okay? Yeah, I believe that. I believe that Jesus was a real person. That's what made me believe in that, was that mm-hmm. one outbreak. Because, you know, that's proof that he was actually buried. Yeah. Okay? 
and uh, it, like scientists can even date it back then. Yeah. But what isn't really explainable for me is how after three days, I believe, he arisen from the tomb. Tomb door opened, and uh, he was gone. Like mm-hmm. the soldiers next day, they said they walked in there, and he was gone. Almost like his body was stolen. Mm-hmm. But uh, I remember reading a part of the Bible where towards the end, uh, one of the people that sat with him at the Last Supper, I can't re- recite it specifically, uh, was having dinner with one of his friends. And uh, there was a man that they invited to have dinner with him. And they t- started talking and everything like that. And after that, like after they started talking, they realized it was Jesus mm-hmm. that they were talking to. But they didn't really know of it until he started yeah. walking away. And that's what, you know, they were, like, baffled because he didn't look the same. He looked like a completely different person. That's why they invited him in. They mm-hmm. didn't know it was Jesus. And they said as they walked him, watched him walk away, I'm pretty sure, uh, like, two angels were by his side, and then he disappeared. Oh, jeez. Which is a weird story to me. Yeah. But but it's pretty cool. Like, it's pretty cool in a sense. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know if you ever heard, you ever hear that story? No, I didn't. I never heard of that. And, it is uh, pretty cool, though. It is. It is. It is very, very cool. Like, it makes you believe that, you know, the higher power is still there. Yeah, there's something. That's what I believe, at least. There is but something. comparing that, like, religions all to each other, they're all different in a mm-hmm. sense on the messages they're trying to portray to you. Mm-hmm. Like Buddhism. You want to get yeah. a little bit more in-depth on that? Alright, so, yeah, Buddhism is based on the belief that we are reincarnated until we can go to the astral plane. We are reincarnated until we achieve enlightenment. Yeah. And then we work on ourselves more afterwards to advance our spiritual journey. And have you, you've, you've been practicing some of it, haven't you? Yeah, I've With been like practicing med- a lot of meditation lately. A lot of people, whenever they think of Buddhism, uh, they think of like the peace mm-hmm. of mind, you know, meditating yeah. of the Buddhas, you know what I mean? Uh, not, they didn't, I don't, like me, growing up, I didn't really understand what Buddhism yeah, was. Yeah, I didn't understand it either. Until, until you actually kind of like read into it, uh, it's, pre- it's pretty, pretty mm-hmm. unique in a sense. You have Buddha, uh, the god, mm-hmm. in a sense. That would, I don't really know much about him, but yeah, I don't know sure too too much about him either, so I can't really quote you on that. One of the, like he was like one of the first gods, and then he would like you know meditate time to time during one of the first world was created. Mm-hmm. And if you ever think of you ever see like the Buddha statues, yeah, and like the it looks like he has curly hair, mm-hmm. those aren't actually curly hair. He would meditate for so long that he would actually uh, the snails around him. Would cover his head to prevent oh, him from getting sunburned, <laughs> and uh, like he would just keep meditating with those snails around. That's why he has the snails on his head. And eventually, you know, he became like higher god and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But it's it, it, I think I think you know it has a lot more sense on the human body than it does on the spirit. On kind of how everything is processed, like meditation, you know, relaxing. Yeah. Meditation, it's focusing on your body to not focus on your body, pretty much. It's to let go of any attachment that you have to this world and be able to try to tap into some other energy. It just makes you realize things come and go. Mm -hmm. 
and nothing is permanent exactly even us as humans we are all impermanent we are all eventually destined to die and that's just inescapable as humans that's true it's inescapable as anything in the universe as our entire universe will come and go too it's very true you gotta be fine with it when it happens mm-hmm absolutely no reason stressing over it and to people out there, okay, live in the moment. Mm -hmm. Don't be worrying about the future as much as you are in the moment. The present is what matters. Progress little by little, you know. If you want to get there, you'll get there eventually. Mm -hmm. But do not stress about it. Don't let little things damper yourself to the point where you don't even like yourself. Exactly. You, you... There, there are people out there that you know that put themselves in such this forward state of movement to where all they care about is the future and you know they 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 regret it mm -hmm. they regret a lot of the things that they didn't do in the moments that they had and you know it's just something something important you should do mm -hmm. they never actually have any experiences exactly and that's the thing that being a human is all about is actually having experiences yeah Freedom, spirituality. If we weren't human, we wouldn't be able to have experiences. We wouldn't be able to experience all the ups and downs of being a human and every single thing that is in this world. There is beauty in this world and there is beauty out of this world. Absolutely. You know, I kind of kind of like follow, you know, the whole Buddhism mm -hmm. take in a sense. You know, it helps you. Like, it's not, I don't, I... Just the ways they practice it makes you feel more in sense with the world. Fulfilled. Fulfilled. Yeah, that's the best mm -hmm. like the way I can say is fulfilled. You know, not talking about bad on any mm -hmm. other religions at all, because you know, I, I respect that religion. You, mm -hmm. know, you practice it your way, completely fine. Uh, it's it's all about based on the person you are in mm -hmm. the world, because you know if you're a bad person, that even ties in with religion. You know, you won't make mm -hmm. it to heaven. See, I feel like people definitely are the result of their circumstances to a degree. Yeah. But they have a choice in the matter. Is they the do. Thing. They do. A lot they of have choices. a choice to wallow in the sadness or pity that they were given in life, or they have a choice to rise above. Yeah, and like, you know, some of the, you know, senses in some religions are you make one mistake, you know, you're not going into heaven. Mm -hmm. You know, unless you pray to have your sins forgiven. Mm -hmm. But, you know, it kind of makes sense to, like, forgive yourself for what mm -hmm. you did first to, before asking someone else for forgiveness, you know? Yep. Because it, help, it helps you progress as a human. It helps you progress mentally. It helps you progress mm -hmm. emotionally. It helps you become a better person in general because, you know, without doing all that, you wouldn't, like, you, you start getting that mental state where that's the only thing you can do now. If you worry on it too much, and it drags mm -hmm. you down, holds you down, holds you down to a point where you just don't want to get back up. Yeah, that's, that's that's not good at all. Not good no. at all for yourself. I oh, just yeah. I do believe it's like all in the person individually, because mm -hmm. you know, growing up, I this is why I don't really believe in Christianity anymore is because growing up, those people that believed in that you know, mm -hmm. never went to church, mm -hmm. or the times they did, you know, they come back afterwards saying, "Oh, you know, I'm with Christ." Mm -hmm. And that's, I've been born again as a Christian. Yeah, the, it's a little over-exaggerated. Yeah. Because that doesn't get rid of the real-world real problems happening now. 
Like, I'd have uh, my family try to force me into it. And uh, in a sense, like, you know, oh, we're going to church. Mm -hmm. It'll make us get better. But still, back at home, you know, people's actions would, like, go completely... Contradict with it, yes. Completely contradict what they... I 100% agree with you there. I have seen that in so many cases that people love... They just fucking adore cherry-picking the Bible. Yeah. They will literally go through and pick parts that they want to adhere to, and then they'll ignore other parts, such as love thy neighbor. Yeah. I've had many experiences where, just because I'm a Buddhist even, Christians won't even talk to me. They disregard me as less of a person, pretty much. Exactly. And it's it's pretty disheartening to see that in our in our society, but... You know, it's just the reality of it at the moment. And hear, everyone, no one accepts anybody for how they are. My old, uh, I, I had an old uh, boss I used to work with back at uh, Cash Saver. Mm-hmm. And uh, he loved to talk about Christ. Loved to try to get you persuaded into Christ. Oh, but he'd tell me stories of his younger self, you know, of when he didn't believe. Of, mm-hmm. of, you know, he's doing all this bad stuff mm-hmm. down a road to where he was just like, why am I doing this? And uh, eventually he started going to the Christian ways and listening to advice. I think the Bible is a book of advice. Well, it has a lot of good lessons in it. A lot of good lessons to make you a better person. I think it was made because someone else's mistakes, you know, passed down mm-hmm. through lessons one after another of what you should follow to help you as a better person. Slowly make people into better people overall. Like, that's what I think the Bible is. And mm-hmm. it just has a story with it. It has a story of why this needs to be mm-hmm. this way. Because, you know, I j- this happens in a lot of religions. They just want you to act a certain way. Act better for yourself and, uh, and for your community. I mean, if you do look at the base of all religions, there is a certain set of standards that people were usually set to adhere by. Yeah. Most religions, at least. There's a certain, like, code of ethics that every single person should inherently have within them that they should inherently be able to follow and be taught from birth. Kind of like the Ten Commandments. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, like the Ten Commandments. uh, It tells you, you know, love my energy, not lie. I wouldn't know what it would be. Do not lie, do not mm -hmm. steal, do not cheat, you know, do not commit adultery and all Mm -hmm. all that stuff. Which is like you know, good good lesson to hear about, mm-hmm. because I like I don't think those sins matter for what happens afterwards. Mm-hmm. They matter for what happens now because it breaks bonds. You know, you lie, you steal, you cheat, mm-hmm. commit adultery. It only affects you in the long run. It affects you in the real world, and you know, like it hurts. It hurts the person in the oh, real world to what you're affecting. And it commits people to change in a way that mm-hmm. makes you not want to believe in that stuff anymore. Makes you commit, makes you want to do yep. those things again to that same person. It just hurts. Hurts in the mm-hmm. long run. Oh, it definitely does. In talking about, uh, talking about how, you know, certain Christians don't, like, respect any other religion, like they respect mm-hmm. Buddhists in a way, that's, that's a lot to do with freedom of religion. You know, mm-hmm. I found, I'm going to bring politics into this for like a second. But, uh, what is it? Amendments. Yeah. Freedom of religion. Freedom of speech. Freedom yeah, of that's do anything. the first one. Yeah. That, like, that's there for a reason. 
Mm-hmm. You know, to make everyone feel welcome. People escaped from Europe so that way they could have religious freedom. Exactly. That was one reason, at least. Because every like countries back then used to force their one religion mm-hmm. onto everybody. Like especially with Hitler, he believed in the true race, and you know he forced it upon master all. race. Yeah, he forced it in such a way where he started killing thousands, millions of people. Mm-hmm. He changed an entire country's beliefs for a certain amount of time, and some of them, some people still believe like that. Yeah, it's it's. They believe it in a like self-defense way. That's mm-hmm. the reason why they would believe it. They think that something different is going to hurt them. Absolutely. And they're afraid of change. That's really what it boils down to. They're afraid of change. You know, and treating people that way, it's not really going to get you into the better world. Nope. It's, it's going to make you feel incomplete. Yep. You, know, you get judged. It will eventually in my opinion, come back to bite you as karmic debt. Every single person racks up karmic debt. Yeah. That if you treat people bad and are an ass to everybody that you meet, yeah. you are a womanizer, a racist, a murderer, anything, a criminal, or whatever, you will eventually have to pay for that in some form. There are consequences for being a bad person, in my opinion. Absolutely. because. Not even just talking about laws and stuff, but just how your life, like, looks after you do these things. Like, you you start being a negative person, and then you start being an ass to everybody, and then you end up, say, getting in a fist fight or something. You're hurting because you were an ass. Yeah. Or you're out there dealing drugs or whatever, and I don't know, just... Doing a bunch of bad shit that you probably shouldn't be doing. And you're eventually going to have to pay for that. Exactly. You know, and like, a lot of that comes with the person's conscious too. Yep. Like, you know, as you're doing it, you know it's wrong. It'll weigh you down. It, you know it's wrong, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But, you know, some people do it just to survive. Mental baggage. A lot of pe- Some people, they have the one-track minds where the only things they're focused on is... Money, sex, or power, regardless. I know. And all they can focus on is that, and they put everything else in the back of their mind. They don't face anything that they have been doing. They just have a one-track mind, and whatever is the best, most efficient way to get there will be the way they take, regardless of of if it hurts people on the way up. I got a little bit of an example to say of what you've been saying, Mm -hmm. okay? And this is more of a sense in what helped me. Uh, it's basically, uh, I came back home one day to this instance where I was hurt really, really bad, okay? Uh, two people hurt me, you know, in a, an emotional way mm-hmm. to where I was I was flipping, okay? And then you have people telling you one, what, what, one thing to do, okay? Mm-hmm. Like, oh, go kick, his, go kick their ass, you, mm-hmm. know? you know? Don't talk to them ever again. And that's, that's... That's in a sense where I didn't want to be, like, the normal person, okay? I understand everyone makes... Actually, it's my mom. She, my mom helped me make this decision. Because mm-hmm. she came down, she talked to me, she's like, you know, everyone makes mistakes, okay? She goes, I've made mistakes. You know, everyone in the family has made mistakes. You make mistakes all the time. Mm-hmm. Now, that, that, that's, you Classic know, lesson. Yeah. Forgive and forget. Let Live and let live. And I was looking at these quotes where, you know, like... People make mistakes, okay, but if they keep committing the same mistake, then that's one you should start not forgiving. 
Mm-hmm. Until they actually bettered themselves. I mean, I'm going to quote Far Cry 3. Insanity. The definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over and expecting a different outcome. Exactly. And you know, you got all these people telling me what to do, okay? And that's not what I wanted to do at the time. You know what I mean? Like, I just wanted... I wanted... I wanted to be different in a way that would help myself because I know from beforehand it's not going to help me any better if I just drop people. I'm still going to have all that weight in my mind. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, I you decided... You to help yourself before you can help others. I decided to actually talk to him, mm-hmm. you know, and I forgave him for it. Yeah. You know? And I tell you what, it was probably the best choice I've ever made. And you still got people telling me what to do, you know? Yep. And, like, they don't understand that it's not the fact of the matter is that you can just get rid of someone out of your life completely right away, just like that. No. Because the only, the only reason that should happen for it is for death. That's the only way that someone should be kicked out of your life indefinitely. Mm-hmm. And, uh, like, I decided to forgive. And it helped me out a lot more than than doing something negative in a way. Yep. If you, forgive, if you forgive someone, it'll help your conscience so much more than if you say... Hold a grudge because that grudge will eventually eat you. I know. It will constantly be consuming your part of your mind, is the thing. Like, it is occupying space in there when in reality that's not going to affect you in 10 days. It's not going to affect you in 10 years. It's not going to affect you. Like, just don't let shit ruin your day and shit and just let it go. Live on, man. Forgive and forget. Go with the flow, and yeah. So, you know, speaking of all these religions and stuff, as I was saying before, uh, I got a story I wanted to tell you. I'm pretty sure you might have heard this story before, but there was a time and place where everybody, okay, was one. Like the whole Pangea of the Mm -hmm. human civilization. And eventually, you know, we got this great idea of building a tower mm-hmm. to the heavens. Babylon. In a way. Yeah, basically in a sense. They tried building a tower to heavens to reach the heavens. Uh, and as they were building this tower, the gods above them were realizing, hey, they're going to actually reach this. And so what they did was they picked certain people mm-hmm. and they separated them all across the country. And what they did was they gave them all different languages, different colors, and different religions. Mm-hmm. And this is why we're so divided today, because we cannot understand one another in a sense that makes us all whole again. Mm-hmm. And apparently, after all that happened, uh, that's whenever the war started. You know, hatred started to become on the planet. Mm-hmm. All because we tried to reach for the Territorial gods. wars. Which, thankfully, I've seen, at least nowadays, that we're done with territorial wars, at least. Yeah. But we might have other wars on the horizon. That's pretty true. Sad to say it, that we still live in a British world like that, where taking another's life is valued more than trying to make peace with them. Yeah, but... Uh... Sort of a whole, like, all-one theory... That you were sort of going off with, like with the civilizations all being one and stuff. Yeah, there's been some connections that I've like. I, I watched this video and I don't know the book's name. I 
quote it if I if I could, but the guy he pretty much would he was looking for these um uh, pots that were in like ancient Greece and they were found in different places across Europe, but mainly in Greece because they would say that these scholars they would send these scholars like Plato, Aristotle, Socrates, Galileo, stuff like that. Yeah. And they would send them to this one city called Eleusis or Eleusius or whatever. I forget what it's called. And they would go there. These scholars would have a vision, I guess. And then they would come back and be completely unafraid of death. They, the guy, he wanted to check and see these pots because... If you're hearing about someone taking this short journey to a town, having a vision, and then coming back, it sounds like a certain substance, psychedelics. I mean, it sounds sort of like that a little bit. He wanted to check into that. He wanted to check into the possibility if there would be any kind of residue or whatever on these pots. So, he went, and he was trying to search for these pots, and there's like maybe three of them left in existence because these were dated to BC times it and this guy he found multiple of the pots and he was a he was able to take a look at them but they underwent a cleaning process to go in the museum so everything on the inside of it was sterilized there was nothing left on the inside it was just like air, pretty much, like, in the substance of, like, the pot. You get what I'm saying? Yes, basically, like, no residue of anything. No residue of anything. But he found this one, they wouldn't let him get into it at first, and he had to get a professor or whatever, like, who was really into this stuff, like, ancient Greece history. And he got this professor, and they eventually were able to get a look at this pot. It was not, it did not undergo any of these processes or whatever. Yeah. And... The pot itself was shaped like, like just a regular like flower vase sorta, with. There was like a little dish that came off the side of it. It's like a little branch. Yeah. With like a dish. Okay. And it was like a portion dish sorta looked like it was pretty small, but it was like a certain size. On every single one of these pots, like found across Europe, they were the same size. Okay. Same dimensions and everything, and. This guy ended up going through some scans and stuff. He scanned the pots, well, the pot, looking for residue of anything, and he found nothing really, like, interesting, just some, like, herbs and stuff. But then he found ergot residue. What's ergot? Ergot is a poison that affects wheat. Ergot poisoning. It's a disease that affects wheat. And this is the same thing that when Albert Hoffman synthesized LSD, he used ergot to synthesize it. So, it was like a psychedelic. There was residue of an LSD precursor in this pot. Yeah. And the thing is, that psychoactive compound is still in the ergot regardless, and you can get it just from eating enough ergot, because there was a um, uh, thing of a town 
there was a, a story of a town back in the day that they got, they had, like, ergot poisoning, and then the whole town, like, went crazy. Oh. You think that'll be, like, toxic to the human body? Then, yeah, that, ergot the, itself the ergot would, would, but think about it, though. They had knowledge of medicine and stuff back in the day already. They were already pretty versed in, well, in like, the herbs and stuff of the era. Yeah, kind of like natural remedies today. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so they were able to do that already, so what What makes you think they didn't find a way to neutralize the poison? You don't know. Yeah, you, you know. never know. You don't know, because philosophers back then, you know, they, you know, all of it was math, mm-hmm. in a sense. Everything involved math. Well, everything. Like everything gravity, involves math. involved math, you know. And nowadays, whenever you see those equations, you know, it's just like, oh, that's nothing, you know. Mm-hmm. We learn it in high school. Mm-hmm. But... The more you think on it, you know. If you actually look at the environment, you can see math in the environment and everything. There's math everywhere. Mm-hmm. And uh, you get these people that do gravity and stuff like that, and then eventually finding the time sequence for for energy. Like I don't even know how mm-hmm. that's possible. Finding finding the equation for energy. Finding the equation. Being able to um, uh, detect um, uh, gravity. They are able, uh, they're able to actually detect gravitational force now. Yeah, like even finding the speed of light, dude. And that. Proved him, uh, Einstein's uh, uncertainty principle. I think it was. Yeah, Einstein is, he made th- he made theories that you know, no, not his uncertainty principle. Um, uh, I can't remember what it was, but what, he, general relativity. That's what it was. General relativity. Yeah, yes. he proved they proved general relativity. And that's it's 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 like how do you prove it? How do you under how do you know? How do you know yeah. it's real? How do you know? And they're like, oh, the math, the math works. Yeah, but how do you know the math is right? Is the thing exactly? You could be going off a of false basis of how one mm-hmm. thing works and then eventually like the nucleus and you can't perceive that as a human so what's the point in even trying to understand it because we're not going to understand that and you might this, have a false pretense that you understand it but you don't know advance in a way in like a weird different way it does in some ways but you don't know while we're in Greece yeah mm-hmm. uh Growing up, you learn a lot about the Greek and Roman mythologies, how they're basically the same thing, different mm. names, you know, and that kind of kind of relates to uh, the splitting of religions mm. and how, you know, a lot of them were alike and uh, portrayed in different aspects of how they should be viewed. Mm-hmm. But within Greek and Roman mythology, they don't just have one god. They have several. Yep. It's like Greek, Roman, they have Egyptian, Mars, Mars, Mars Hindu. Mars, yeah, yeah. Mars and Ares, god of wars for both people, okay? Mm-hmm. But I believe Rome uses planets instead of names for them, for their gods. They do, yeah. So we have like Neptune, you know, that is the god of the sea. We have... Yeah, that's Poseidon. Pos- yeah, Poseidon, Greek mm-hmm. mythology. And uh, you Jupiter. Know, looking more into it, there's tons and tons and tons of actually more gods that are portrayed as. Mm-hmm. portrayed like Hermes. I'm pretty sure he's the messenger god. Yep. Like, why would there be a messenger god? We got Zeus, the god of thunder, you know? Mm-hmm. And one of the brothers of Hades and uh, Poseidon, mm-hmm. who were born under the big, giant, giant uh, fucking, mm-hmm. what's his name, Taurus? Cronus. Cronus. Yes. Born under them, and they're try- you know, he tries to eat his sons, and they fought him back, and mm-hmm. then they eventually became rulers of the lands. Mm-hmm. Like, maybe maybe some of that's true. Yeah. Maybe some of that's true in a way. And then think about it. It's different in South America. In South America, the 
think it was Aztecs or Mayans, one yeah. of the two. They used to um, uh, believe in like circles of the afterlife. So like there are different levels that you could be on. Sort of like um, uh, the Seven Circles of Hell from Dante's Inferno. Okay, yeah. Sort of like that. So like there was like Apwash, who was like the guardian of like the sixth floor or something. I don't know exactly yeah. which one it was, but he was like the god of like decay and pestilence pretty yeah. much. So like anything that's like decaying in the world, that's what he would he reside over. He basically like but, decays everything. Mm-hmm. They had they had Chalk, who's the god of rainstorms. Okay. And thunder. That that's sort of like Thor with Norse mythology. Think about it, though. All these, reli- all these, even the ancient religions, they all had correlating gods for like different things. Yeah, just different names for them. Mm-hmm. There's like there's Ra in a uh, the sun god. Yeah, in Egyptian mythology, and then there's Apollo in is that the Greek? Moon? No, moon? Apollo is um, uh, the sun. He's a sun god as well. Mm-hmm. Okay. Apollo um, uh, rides a chariot and carries the sun behind him. Ra. Rides in a boat and carries the sun with him. Yeah. So, like, the thing I wanted to talk to you about is these entities, mm-hmm. these people, these gods. Yeah. You know, uh, they just came to the world with powers. Mm-hmm. You know, and what maybe, maybe, maybe it's not that they're not real in a sense, but maybe mm-hmm. they were. Maybe they portrayed themselves to be real in that time period. Maybe they showed what their human forms would be look like. Cause you see, you see uh, Zeus and stuff, and he he has the long white beard, the thunderbolt uh-huh. in his hand. You got Poseidon, you know, looks like like freaking uh, merman. Yeah, uh, half with, merman. Yeah, half merman, half scaly armor with mm-hmm. a, a trident. With a trident. Mm-hmm. And then you got Hades, this dark looking figure. Always a dark looking, like pale, scary, scary looking in, figure, in, intimidating. Yes. In, what I want to talk, you know, I'm getting kind of off track here because I keep thinking of any different mm-hmm. things at the same time. But uh, let's go back to Hades real quick, and then I'll try to find my way back. But right. Hades, you know, uh, the underworld in that place is like dark. It's like yeah. fiery, you know, sometimes fiery, but uh-huh. mostly just dark. Uh, the what is it? Uh, what are you trying to think of? Uh, the god of Egyptian of death. Oh, he, he, uh, there's Anubis and Osiris. Anubis. Okay, Anubis. Osiris is the one who presides over the afterlife. He presides over yes. the afterlife? Anubis is just like Thanatos. He's like, and lets him in. He's like um, uh, the harvester of souls. Okay. Like, so like, death. Yeah, yeah. And uh, you get those guys, you know, it's like real dark place, you mm-hmm. know, you gotta get your life weighed whether or not you can go to the yeah, afterlife. Yeah, that's Osiris, that's what he did. You bring with. gold, okay. Uh, and uh, in the Norse gods... Mm-hmm. Hell's not hot. It's not really dark. It's it's mm. cold. Yeah. It's really really. Hell cold. is um, a combination of Niflheim and um, a Helheim. Yeah. It that's what it is. It's a combi- It's a combination of the giant realms. Imagine going to a void. Imagine going into uh, like this dark. Not even dark. No, imagine going into a freezer. Mm-hmm. That's what it's a lot, a lot like. It's, it's pretty much like a void. It's, yeah. It's like a void and it's cold. Mm-hmm. And those are two different portrayals of how mm-hmm. something can be. But Yeah, you... and then there's also the afterlife with um, uh, Norse mythology, like there's Elfheim, I think it is, and there's um, uh, Valhalla. Valhalla, yeah. Yeah, there's, there's an afterlife for warriors, and there's an afterlife for peaceful people, which is like 
Alfheim or whatever, and then there's Helheim, which is a different beast entirely, but that's considered, like, the Hell region. Yeah. But they pretty much have two different afterlifes for normal people and other people. Like, Alfheim is, like, sunny and rainbows, and think of, like, just, like, Lord of the Rings, like, elf forest and stuff, like, happy sunshine, like... Yeah. Like the like, key, like the Keebler gnomes and stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, Valhalla is just pictured as... It's still cold, though. Valhalla is. Yeah, Valhalla is cold. But it's... it's Valhalla is more in a sense, it's, I believe, as a hall. A mm-hmm. hall for It's like champions. brotherly. That's what it is. It's just... And then you get Helheim, which is cold, mm-hmm. dark, and... None in, forgiven. In a sense, if you think about it, okay? In the afterlife, why would it be burning? Why would it be hot? Mm-hmm. I, you don't I know think if it will be. I think of a cold, dark place kind of makes more sense in a way. Mm-hmm. You know, not this burning hell where everyone gets tortured. Mm-hmm. It's like I think, I think it's almost like an afterlife where everything is dark. Mm-hmm. Everything is cold in a sense. Okay. Mm-hmm. You think you hear ghosts, you know, and and you watch the paranormal activity ghost stuff, and you go in a room where supposedly there's a ghost. It's cold. It gets cold really instant. Mm-hmm. And maybe it's that coldness from, you know, the spirits that bring it into that. That's why it's so cold and dark. Yep. Scary. Scary in a sense. Mm-hmm. But it makes a lot of sense. It, it does. It, I, I feel that would be a better portrayal of what happens. Hmm. See, I feel like it. you'd have to endure both. At least with Buddhism, like, I don't know, the monks, they pretty much am, uh, they go into these, like, fasting states and stuff, so that way they can experience, like, even the the bad parts of, like, human, like, being and stuff. Just, like, pain and stuff, and suffering and stuff, so that way they can find comfort in the pain and suffering. Like, same thing with the charcoal. Yeah. And they'll go into, like, sub-zero temperatures and do this. They'll meditate for, like, five hours straight in the freezing cold. Same thing with, like, the flow state, as I said earlier. Yeah. They find comfort in the pain is the thing. And they're able to push through it and make their body better because of it. Human body is... It's an amazing thing. It is. It really is. It's amazing what the mind can do to the mind. Mm-hmm. There's a theory I looked up. Not a theory, it's a religion. It's called the egg religion. Oh. Okay. You ever hear about it? I've heard of a theory. Everything revolves kind of like around an egg. But thing is, okay, when you die... So, uh, let me me restart there. So, the religion revolves around everyone is a god in the making. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay? And you just keep living these lives, you know, as a god, based around the choices you make. And so, every time you die, you know, you go up to... You go, you go up to meet, you know, the almighty being. Yeah. And, like, he, t- he tells you whether or not, you know, you're able to, you know... Stay there. Stay or, or go. Mm-hmm. Or go back. That's sort of, that's sort of with the Buddhism. And, uh, basically, if you do don't go back, he just tells you, hey, you know, you're going to come back as this person. You're going to come back as a Chinese woman mm-hmm. in the Middle East. Yep. During this era. During the 1400s or yeah. whatever, yeah. And, basically, you go back and you live that life. And you have experiences. You, you make you make another choice. You make the learn best choice. more things. Exactly, and like in a sense, also is that everyone's the same being, 
everyone's connected. Everyone's gods in the making, mm-hmm. or one god in the making, just subconsciously everywhere. Yep. And it's, I thought it was interesting. I thought it was interesting. You know, because mm-hmm. the impossible is what can be real. Yep. As 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 it can be said, because you know, no one thinks time travel can be possible, but maybe one day it becomes real. Mm-hmm. You never know. And just I don't know. It baffles me. It baffles me. It baffles me a lot because time and space, it's 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 unique. No one understands everything yet. That's nope. the reason why we got everything based on freaking equations and math. But maybe we're looking too practically into it. I think we're too. I think everything's too vast to be able to actually comprehend completely. Like you look down, like to microbes of bacteria and stuff. Like how mm-hmm. can something that small be alive mm-hmm. and moving around on a table that you can't see? Yep. But yet again, we could be part of a giant being as well. Well, I mean, the if planets, you think about it, the planet is alive. Exactly. I Not mean, only that, dude, but the planets and how they revolve around each other is kind of like how atoms move. Mm-hmm. You know, we could In just an orbital, be, yeah. We could just be another piece of an atom to a larger being. Mm-hmm. Never know. It's crazy to think of that because we haven't even searched past the universe mm-hmm. yet. Not even not 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 universes, but galaxies. Yeah, we just know that they're out there, but we don't know. Yeah, we haven't even been out of the galaxy. We haven't even been off the planet other than to the moon. And yeah, and not only that, not everyone has access to that information on mm-hmm. what actually happened. You know, they portray it in one way. Yeah, we don't know if it actually happened that way. We don't know if the moon landing might be fake. It might be, it might not. You never know. It's strange. It makes me think. You know, There's I mean, actually tiny little individual beings that their world is on just a paper plate. Mm-hmm. While our world's in this huge earth. That sort of reminds me of Horton Hears a Who, with the with the little flower. Yeah. With the entire world on the flower and everything. Yeah. yeah. Sort of like that. Or if you ever watch Rick and Morty, mm-hmm. like they're using the, the galaxy universe for simulator, freaking, freaking car battery. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we could just be part of a car battery to other beings. Midnight Gospel with the universe simulator. Yeah, exactly. They just go through all different types of universes and everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you never know if we're just. Another computer screen on a universe simulator. You never know. Life can just be as real as it gets. Mm-hmm. Yeah, maybe through it can our life, be. Maybe through our lifetime, we'll have a huge breakthrough. It can happen to any, you know. Mm-hmm. The technological era where people started, you know, oh, yeah. back in the 1920s, all the way up to now. Look at like how far vehicles have progressed. Mm-hmm. How we got computers now that can process almost anything. I saw a thing they just um. Uh, Started the first trials with them uh, being able to mind control computers. Yeah. Control them with your mind, like, completely. That's just crazy. So, if you're thinking about it like that, then a simulation where you are into it is inevitable. Because if you already look at our simulation technology, it's completely in, in immersing your vision now. And the graphics are starting to get more and more realistic every single time. And if you look at the rate that technology is progressing, we're getting to the point where we can mind control computers and stuff. Yeah. So we might we're we might eventually make a video game or whatever, sort of like Sword Art Online, if you've ever seen or heard of that anime. I've heard of it. Never really processed what it's about. It's, it's like Ready Player One. It's I haven't watched that, but it's like. So, there's this new video game that comes out, and 
all these people go into it, and the game master locks their brain into the simulation, okay. into the game. So they have to beat the game to win, but if they die in the game, then they die in real life, because he has it hooked up to their brain like that. It's just weird. So, you don't know, like, if we might end up getting to that point. Maybe not in our lifetimes, but humans as a whole might eventually get to that point. Would you want to go into the simulation? Or not? Not only that, you know, people that have came up with these ideas, they find crazy. Mm-hmm. You know, like, they called Einstein and all them crazy before they mm -hmm. were actually able to pull off their genius. Oh, well, yeah. A lot of people that they call crazy now can just be super high, like, you know, IQ. Oh, well, yeah. And actually understanding something in a different way that no one else can. Mm -hmm. And that just, it really gets you thinking. Mm-hmm. Like, should you just baffle them off as crazy? Or should you actually... Yeah, you never listen? know what theory is actually right. Like, you don't know. You don't know what religion you right can't, either. You can't, yeah, you can't comprehend some things. It's literally impossible as a human to comprehend some things. I mean, they've already um, uh, found out that literally the brain is just like a flash drive, pretty much. It, ha yeah. it, it has a, sim a storage capacity, like, so does your sperm even. Sperm has a fucking storage capacity into it. I don't remember how much it is, but... Like genetic code, your DNA? Yeah, it literally has a certain, like, bit. Like a yeah. bite amount, but it's way f it's way more than like anything can actually process. Mm -hmm. Like if we were able to make video games through DNA strands, you know how complex those video yeah, games. Yeah, exactly. Could get? Same as what I. Yeah. Yeah. We don't know if that'll be possible eventually. That would be insane. But there's like a lot of information. Like I, I can't even say how much is in like a single DNA strand. Oh, a lot. I'm yeah. pretty sure it's like way more than we can comprehend. Oh, too much. Yeah. Than what you put on a CD drive or flash drive. Mm-hmm. You're not telling the gigabytes. Yeah. You're not telling reading ones and zeros. Imagine how many ones and zeros, you know. I mean, hell, even this through. hard drive that I have here, it's only four terabytes. Yeah, that's not even a lot. No. Still, it's still not a lot. Like, I have four terabyte hard drives, too, and I can, like, download so much mm -hmm. onto it. But eventually, there's a limit. It comes there to is a limit, yeah. I'm almost at, I already threw three terabytes mm -hmm. right now. Yeah, just I'm at, like, games, two. Just with games I store yep, on there. so am I. And, like, Maybe there's a point to where the human mind just can't process further. Mm -hmm. Like with our technological-wise. Too much storage for what our limited storage can handle. And like technology-wise, dude, like video games, there's probably going to be a limit to what we can do. Maybe that's why none of the ancient civilizations were able to progress as fast as we were. Mm -hmm. You know, the human brain evolves. Mm -hmm. As long as with the people in it. It's only going to be a matter of time before we end up destroying ourselves before we actually mm -hmm. figure out what actually goes on. And some of us won't even live to make through it. Nope. But maybe we get reincarnated back into a world where everything is so advanced that we just find it as normal. Mm-hmm. Imagine, never going, know. imagine going into that with memories of your past life. If you do, if, if mm -hmm. reincarnation actually happens. That'd be that'd be a mind blow. You, your mind would be blown. Mm -hmm. You never know if you're just putting on another pair of goggles or if you're taking off a pair. Exactly. You know. You can never discern the difference. Is the thing. What if it gets so advanced to a point where you just live a whole another life? 
Think about, think about a uh, death. They say you see a white light whenever you die. They say you see a light. They're like, go into the light. Yeah. Like, think about it. What if that white light is the hospital room on the other side whenever you're being born? Maybe that is the hospital room. Maybe you die and you go through and you're already in the hospital. You just don't even remember. Yeah. It's literally just you're crying because you're losing all the memories of your past life. And now you have, you might have artificial memories implanted inside your brain and you don't even know. You ever watched the movie uh, Soul yet? No, I haven't. I, mean, I, I heard it's good, but... It's a really good movie and kind of describes it in a way where there are new souls and old souls. Mm-hmm. And these old souls kind of guide the new souls and what to do. Mm-hmm. And there's this one old soul, you know, he just doesn't want to die. Mm-hmm. So he tries his hardest to get back on Earth to his old life. Mm-hmm. Which is kind of kind of cool in a way. Think about it. It like makes you see human beings not as people, but as actual souls inside of them. Mm-hmm. Doctor Strange. You know, a lot of a lot of movies and media kind of depicts to an astral plane where you mm-hmm. can get knocked out of your body through an astral sense and not even know it. Yeah, astral projection. That that. That's at least crazy. depicted, and yeah, it's crazy. It's like not talked about, but it can happen. There's people, you know, it's happened mm-hmm. too. I mean, hell, even the CIA released a document that talked about astral projection being real, and meditation, and astral plane. I mean, many people might discredit this, but if the CIA said it, you never know. That's all you can say. You don't know if that's real information or not. You don't know if it's it may not fake. be quantifiable. But you don't even know if it's just information yeah, putting out exactly. to they might please be. us. Yeah, you don't know. Like it's probably a lot less than what they actually know. Oh yeah, if it is anything that they know, it's just crazy. It's crazy that there's so much unknown. There is. There is a lot of unknown. Mm-hmm. Look at even our at our fucking planet. We haven't even explored the, the entire planet yet. We haven't seen at the bottom of the ocean. We haven't even went to the core. Yeah, exactly. We don't know if the core is a... We haven't even explored all the land yet. Not completely. Maybe the core is just a nucleus to another cell. Yeah. As I was saying before. You never know. There's so much that's unknown, and there's so much that you can't know. It's the thing. Just take solace in what you do know. You are able to learn things every day, so why not take advantage of it? You may not know everything, but you can learn something cool every day. <laughs> Don't be afraid of an unknown. Mm-hmm. Just let it happen. Mm-hmm. Let's talk spirit-wise. Like spirit-wise, I mean like demons and angels. Let's go back to that. All right. So, like with demons and angels, you know, they have an effect on how people can act, mm-hmm. how people can think, and how you were saying about angels earlier being this... Yeah. Basically moving Undescribable spirit, being, pretty Moving much. spirit of eyes, mm-hmm. or... You know, with wings. You don't really know what it looks like until you see it. And you don't even know what it looks like when you do see it. Also, demons. Okay. Mm -hmm. I was just thinking about this. And maybe they're just another dimensional being having an effect on how we act energy wise. Mm -hmm. Like how the moon. It's just an entity that's giving off more negative energy than positive. Like how the moon raises and lowers the tide. Like, how does that happen? Why Mm -hmm. does it happen from the moon? You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? And. And thinking about it, like, demons, what if demons are just, demons and angels are just people that have actually lived through lives before, 
mm-hmm. persuading you into the good or bad. Yeah, you know, could a, be. a soul on the earth, you know, has gotten into bad stuff, and it, it happens in a lot of cases too, where serial like people that kill like their families and stuff end up killing themselves, have poltergeists, okay, territorying that home. Like you yeah, and that home, I get what you're saying. People get attacked. It may, maybe it's just because there's bad spirits in in in, in uh, the just good the spirits. remnant of someone's soul, just a remnant of their actions portrayed into their soul, like that hatred, that it's evil. the energy that was projected onto an area, manifested, sort of. Yeah, someone's yeah. pure hatred and evil and bad that's deeds. Like, that's like almost the closest hint to what we have to what happens, like happens. But you don't know that's actually the closest hint until yeah. it happens to you. Be like, oh, you know, I have my, you know, a lot of people saying after someone dies, even though they believe in Christianity or believe in this religion, mm-hmm. that someone's in heaven and hell, you know, they got these people that saying, oh, I can, you know, my grandma's spirit's with me. Or you go to a psychic yeah. or uh, your mom's spirit with you. Mm-hmm. She's saying how much she loves you. She's talking. Which is like, I don't know. It's goofy. See, there's a funny thing, funny experience I have with a spirit, I guess. Don't know if you'd call it that, but I guess it would be. I was dreaming, and it was like a party at at my house. Yeah. And I don't know. There was just a bunch of people there, and just walking around and like helping people get their stuff like into the house or whatever. Like they're getting there and bringing their coolers up. You know, right? Drink a beer and have some fun. Yeah. And I don't know. It's just like my mom's friends and stuff. It was probably like a Super Bowl party or something, and, or a cookout or something. I don't know exactly, but anyway, we're si- I'm sitting there, and then I walk out on the porch. I I look down, and the car pulls up just like to the bottom of my steps. And I mean, I didn't really think much of it because I mean, even though we don't have a driveway by our steps, it doesn't yeah. matter. <laughs> oh well, yeah. But I am uh, walk down and lady steps out i didn't recognize her at first and this lady she looks at me and i'm like hey do you need any help with anything i grab her cooler or whatever and then i she's like yeah honey you can grab this or whatever (laughs) i grab it and i walk up on the porch and when i set it down then it hits me all at once i turn around and i look it was my mom's dead friend. Oh. It was literally the same person that... She was like a second mother to me, honestly. Yeah, I, I remember. I, yeah. I love that woman. She, I think she came to me in a dream one time and just wanted to check up on me. And That's good. She looked happy. That's all I can say. I mean, she didn't really talk much, but... She looked happy. That's good. Like, you know, that's that's as we're going back to it, you know, I that's why I think what you do in the world now has a sense of what happens in the afterlife. Mm-hmm. You know, her knowing that she did good like on the world before she left. You know, maybe she was portraying to that, you know, you in a dream that she's she's fine with being gone. But mm-hmm. she wants you to know that. Yeah. And that just, you know. Yeah, I've accepted death, but 
Just, Still miss her, though. Just, yeah, I completely understand, man. I'm it's so, with everyone you lose, man. Yeah, that's true. It's with pets. It's with anything. Me lose my dog. I yeah. had a dog I loved really, really much growing up. It was my first dog, my only dog. Her name was Allie. Mm-hmm. Uh, and one day, we had to put her down because she turned rabid. It she is. had uh, Lyme's disease. And she would start attacking us. She would never attack me, you know, but she would attack my brothers. Oh, jeez. There was a time, like, we had to put her down, and, like, I didn't get told this, because it was at my father's house, and uh, I would only go up there every every mm-hmm. other week. And i get up there, like, no one told me beforehand. He, t- he told me, he's like, hey, we had to put her down. And he's like, you're not going to react differently? Like, I couldn't believe it, you know? I had to process it my own way. Yeah. But... I was just like, man, I almost cried. I cried a little bit because it wasn't my dog. I loved the dog. But not part of her was all the way gone. We had a pup. Mm-hmm. You know, I, we still have her today. Her name's Macy. Mm-hmm. And she was the most loving, caring dog ever. Okay. And uh, growing up, you know, she would be like all around me. We used to have her inside the house. And every time yeah. I'd come over, she would like lay, cuddle beside me. And uh, there was this one night I was sitting in the living room. And uh, our dogs were outside beforehand. Uh, the dog we Allie had, we had her inside the doghouse outside. And uh, it was dark time. Not completely dark. It was moonlit, but it was dark time. Sitting on the couch. And I was looking out the window. I see something run by real fast. Said, what was it? Didn't understand what it was. Salt run by back again. But this time I was able to process it. It looked like my old dog, but in, like, a shadow. Mm-hmm. Like, I could tell it was my old dog because of the shape of it. Mm-hmm. But, like, it didn't stop. It just ran. Mm-hmm. I, like, crossed one or twice. Sec time ran, never came back. And I was very, very, very confused. It made me feel like, you know, she was still around the house, most definitely. Like, it wasn't me, like, saying this because I wanted to make myself feel better. Like, I said it because I actually felt it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Made her feel like she was still, you know, with us. Yeah. And that's, like, the only time I actually had something with, like, a real death firsthand. Until Max. You remember Max? Yeah. yeah until he died. That, that hurt a lot. Mm-hmm. But uh, it was, like, the first time I actually had to deal with something like that. Yeah. It made me comfortable in a way, too. I think my first time I ever had to deal with death was with my grandpa, who um, uh, died of cancer. Yeah. But, I don't know, I didn't, couldn't understand it at first, but I sort of came to terms with it pretty fast after, like, a few days. That's true. And this was when I was, like, eight, so I wasn't, like, young enough that I didn't know what death was. I was just sort of oblivious to it. Yeah, and a lot of people try to hide it. Yeah. Hide it from their kids growing up, me. No reason to hide it. No, they were like, don't, don't allow me to the funerals. Because, you know, you don't want your kid to see that. But at the same time, like, growing up, you don't know how to react to it. Mm-hmm. And, uh, it's just, it, like, baffles you. It's like the five stages of grief. Oh, yeah. You just, you don't know what to do. You can't believe it. And then you come to terms with it. Yep. It's gonna happen to us one day. Oh, yeah. We're just as finite as everything else in the world. Even our planet will die.
or sun will die. And Scary our galaxy, thought. Yep, our galaxy will die. And then all of our galaxy cluster will die. <laughs> Everything will die. Gone. And it'll eventually coalesce into a bunch of black holes. And the universe will literally just be void, encompassed by black holes. And then eventually those black holes will exhaust their energy, and they will be gone too. Just a matter of time. Yep. It's crazy. No, nowhere near our lifetimes, though, so... It's crazy to think, you know, with time, in essence, that maybe humans weren't even on the world the whole entire time. Well, yeah. As the world was evolving. Mm-hmm. Time scale is only a relative thing. Because on the grand time scale of the universe, we've only been here for, what, 10,000 years? A little longer? Well, yeah. probably... 15,000. 15, Back to religion. It wasn't even created until, what, a short time ago. Like, right around B.C. B.C.? That's not that far That's not that far yeah. away. It's I mean, 2,000-something like years. years, yeah. Compared to millions of years <clears throat> the Earth could have been, you know, going. Yeah. And that's the thing. We don't even know if Earth is just like us, but to the universe. It's just been here for... It's a baby, pretty much. It's been here, maybe on its time scale, millions and millions and millions of years. But on the universe's time scale, that might just be, like, a day. That's true. Or, like, bugs crawling on us. Mm-hmm. Like, bacteria. You know, you don't know it's crawling on you. Mm-hmm. It's just there. Yep. You know it's there. But you don't. You don't. In a sense, you don't know where it's at. Yeah. You can't see it. You can't look down on your hand and see, oh, hey, there's some uh, E. coli. Or, hey, there's H. pylori or something. No, COVID-19. You, 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 yeah, there, there's COVID. Oh, Let's God. Let's that right off the wrist. Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> let, me, let me cough real quick. <laughs> Unreal. Uh-huh. Unreal, man. Yep. Well, yeah. You know, I just... message I want to state is you don't really know what to believe in. Mm-hmm. And don't try to... Don't try to force those ways onto others. Let everyone believe how they need to. Exactly. Whatever they need to make them feel better about what happens to us as humans, let I went, them believe that. I went out to eat with my dad, you know, say about a month or two ago. Mm-hmm. He was telling me about how Christianity, you know, saved him. Okay. <laughs> like, everyone, I'm not laughing because yeah. I just found it funny because my, my dad growing up was never that type of person. You know, I, I've been around him all mm. my life. And it was never that type of person. He's like, you should really get into it. And, like, he knows I don't really kind of believe in that stuff. Yeah, that's but what my at the same do. time with my house at, that I live in now, I still pray. You know, I still say prayers at the table out of respect. Yeah. Because that's how I am, you know. And I do it I do it for them. Mm. Uh, but with my dad, he's just like... You should try to get into this. <laughs> he, 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 like, almost talked it upon me like it was a trend. Yeah, it sounds like... <laughs> he's like, you should try to get into this. It made me made me feel better. But, like, the good that came out of it, he said, it made me feel better for myself. You know, it's helped him a lot of ways. Mm-hmm. And I think it's whatever helps you in the end, go for it. You know, if you believe in one thing and it helps you become a better person, go for it. See, that's the difference i guess with like my parents and yours like 
mine, a little more unaccepting of my beliefs, I guess, but not bad people by any means. Yeah. I still love them. And it's just the old They care about ways. me. It's just, it's how they were raised to believe. It's like... Old-fashioned ways means... They don't way. understand, like, just that there's even different ways of thinking. Like, they just haven't met many people who think differently. And your parents are still good people, too. Yeah. Yeah, it's just... It's just like they just know one way of dealing with something, and, and it's they that way. don't understand how to process different ways. Exactly. See, like I'm open to anything. Mm-hmm. I'm open to every idea out there. You know that it could be real. I may not follow everywhere. Yeah. I'll still accept it. I'll still maybe maybe look into it. But at least get a basic understanding yeah, of what people believe. Yeah. I'll never I'll never force that onto anybody. It's no. not. It's not needed. You know, let people figure out themselves first. A lot of people don't know what's going on. I never knew what was going on for a while. Mm-hmm. I still don't. Yeah. But I just came to terms with, you know, how ways on how to better myself. Mm-hmm. Ways on how to deal with everything that's been happening in the world to me, you know, personally. A oh, lot yeah. of people have personal family problems that come across and they don't know how to deal with it. And, like, and it, it, it makes them not really want to express on anything on how to deal with that mm-hmm. it's just it's a, it's a thing that needs to become natural is letting people deal with their own stuff like you see one person doing something let it go you know maybe if it's something in a wrong sense uh let's say universally mutual mm-hmm. try to guide them away from it Okay, that's the only thing you can do. It's only the You per- can help people, but you can't help them if they don't want to help themselves. That's true. You just the got to let thing happen individually, like I was saying. They have to be able to be willing to change if they want to change. Yeah. And if you're trying to change them and they're not willing to change, then problems are just going to rise from it. There's no point in even trying. Very true. Very true. It's, ra- it's how you're raised as a person. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it speaks a lot. You know, especially for people that have been through a lot early hand, that's seen it early. Yeah. Hand. People that don't understand it first. Like, let's say I had all my experience now later on in life. I wouldn't know how to deal with it. Mm-hmm. I really wouldn't. You just, I just sit there, and contemplate life. I'm like, why does it happen? I still do. <laughs> mm-hmm. But, like, it makes you come to the understanding that not everything happens the way you want it to be. Nope. Makes you makes makes you feel better in a sense knowing that. It really does. World isn't always gonna be sunshine, lollipops, and rainbows. It's going to be brutal sometimes. Yeah, like, but you know that it will always get better. Like me, almost ca- like catching a girl on fire. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry about that. Hey, it happens. I freaking poked a hole inside of the tin foil out on a grill. We were cooking steaks. Didn't really realize I did it. Went inside, the grab plates came back out, flames were shooting out the back, touching the top of the roof. You know, everyone panicked. Oh, jeez. I didn't mean it. I mean, it was an accident. But that's what it means. Like, things like that are going to happen unexpectedly. Yep. And it's just something you just got to deal with in the moment. Shit happens. <laughs> it's literally the two-word statement that describes it. But yeah. Uh, I think we're going to end it around here. Like All I right, said, buddy. though. Like I said... People should just let others do their own thing. 
live their lives and let others be happy in the way that they want to be happy. Be more open-minded about stuff. Mm-hmm. Experience life in a way that you can experience it for yourself, not through other people's eyes. And I just want to... Thanks, Jed. Yep. Thanks, for, thanks for coming yeah. and talking hey, to me, man. Thanks for talk. having me on here, bud. Kind of went off track some times. Hey, here it there, happens, bud. I enjoyed it. Hey, thanks for having me. All right, see you guys later.